Welcome to Peaceful Power Project, a perfectly, imperfectly perfect podcast. You may have guessed today's topic is perfection. And with that said, this, uh, like all of my podcasts, will be done in just one take, no edits, um, here, now, peaceful, powerful, and present as can be. Uh, It's funny, (laughs) I was requested to create a one-minute video mindfulness practice. I've actually become quite proficient in creating these shorter practices, um, digestible, like seed planting. So we'll plant the seed with this practice so you can practice for longer on your own, but this has been requested by my work. And gosh, I've been really overwhelmed um, because I I want it to be good, uh, if dare I say, perfect. And and I'll I'll get more into that. Uh, But because of how I envisioned this final product of the uh, practice, I was just putting it off, putting it off, putting it off, and I caught myself. Now, I had some illness. <laughs> I, I sounded really congested. You know, if you've been listening to my recent episodes of the podcast, I've been congested and not sounding good or perfect. <laughs> so I'd been putting it off. But then the more you put it off <laughs> for uh, fear of it not being perfectly put together, then it surmounts into what could be a perfection paralysis. So I am grateful that I became aware of what was happening, of this snowball, and uh, my new commitment is to do do all things, unless it's my job job. Like if you were, <laughs> if if I was making like a video for, a, I don't know, <laughs> I'm going to say anything I create, personally right now and put out there, I am committing to do in one take due to um, the realness of what that provides. So if I stumble or stutter or um or like, that's it. (laughs) That's me. I used to stop and start and stop and start. And then I'd like delete all (laughs) of the like 43 beginnings of a one minute meditation And the number that did on my nervous system, oh my goodness. And for reels or things I used to do on social media, oh, so many takes for this tiny little thing. And and then I was just like, nope, no more. Even with this podcast, I would do stop, delete, stop, delete. Oh my goodness. It was maddening. And I, I don't know because I am not a fortune teller, but I bet my first try would have come out super authentic, much more chill, <laughs> and um, likely better. But, but who knows? It, it is what it is, and I um, function differently now. I like the the one-take method. So that is what... Brit- so I did my video for one minute this morning, and were there things in that minute that I could have changed, would have changed? Yes, but then if I went to re-record it, there would have been three different things to change because... Nobody's perfect. Nothing is perfect. However, it was totally perfect.
So the, how I'm going to begin this episode, I suppose it's already begun, but is by sharing with you a poem that I wrote on perfections, little rhymey. My kids are like, is that Dr. Seuss? <laughs> if only. So I am going to pull up a poem called Perfect. It was inspired. Uh, I used to facilitate groups um, uh, for a where I work now, um, which supports adolescents and young adults who struggle with their mental health. And they inspired me to to write this poem. Um, and, and here it is. And self-reflect. I mean, those groups, when I was facilitating the mindfulness and meditation and skills groups, Oh, I was learning. I believe I was learning more than I was teaching or I was receiving more than I was giving and, and just really grateful for those those couple of years. But this poem was born from from those groups and it's called Perfect. <laughs> and here we go. They say nobody is perfect. And at least part of that's true. This idea of flawless, pristine in every way will never be me or you. We are light and dark and all shades in between, both strong and weak, up and down, even kind and mean. So this picture of perfection is one we will never touch because where would we go when we get there? Would it be enough or too much? But... Here's another way to see it if you open your heart and mind. Look at yourself just as you are, and this is what you will find. Scars and spots, wrinkles and folds, struggles survived and stories told. Light and dark, all shades in between, all the colors of the rainbow too. We are as perfect as can be. We, me, and you. And I truly, like, I, I don't, I, I don't know if it sounds weird to say, like, I get chills from reading my own thing, but I just got chills down my legs. Like, after I read that, it's, I, I just, I find that concept so powerful and I know there's different messages of perfect and of course I did what I do. I really love looking up like the textbook definition of things or as or the Google <laughs> dictionary of things and and I'm wondering as I share like you know nobody's perfect because there's this idea I I could even say like mathematically or scientifically that that perhaps something is exact or perfect, um, as, as Google Dictionary <laughs> says, um, having, this is, hold on, ah, this is the one I want to read, free from any flaw or defect in condition or quality, faultless, all right? So th thinking in like science or mathematics, I am sure there is something that has this exact preciseness, but I live, <laughs> I don't necessarily live in math and science. I live in um, spirituality. I live in emotion. I live in, um, I, I live in my heart space. <laughs> so um, I will choose to kind of dissect that, that definition free from any flaw or defect in condition or quality, faultless, 
So what is, what is a flaw? What is a defect? Oh, here's another part of the definition. Having all the required or desirable elements, qualities, or characteristics as good as it is possible to be. Whew. Oh, the heaviness, <laughs> the pressure, and um, how, how objective, not subjective. So ready? Like, what is a desirable element? quality, characteristic? Where do we learn (laughs) these desirable qualities, characteristics? I love um, going back in in art and looking at um, ideal, or even like traveling, traveling the world in present day, not even going back in history. And just looking at um, beauty ideals, uh, desirable elements, qualities, characteristics in beauty. Um, So subjective, so, so subjective. Um, now, Now another part of the definition meaning precisely accurate, exact, a perfect circle. So again, um, living in that, that space of science and math. <laughs> um, and absolute, complete. Let's see. Mm, to make completely free from faults. So yeah, completely free from faults, defects, as close to such a condition as possible. And and I want to pause with faults, with defects, with uh, wrinkles and folds and scars and struggles. Um, and to note those, name those, call those, judge those words as anything but perfect, I think is where it becomes problematic. Um, it's where the the exactness. So yeah, that I am I am a human. <laughs> so may, I I think perfect exists perhaps in um, sh- mathematics and things outside human. I don't know. I'd love to have a conversation with this, but but I am a human, and I will I will look at every <laughs> every inch of my myself, my outside self, my inside self, my actions, my emotions, my behaviors, my history. And I can say that something, I'll go back to wrinkles and folds. And um, is that, is that a fault? Is that undesirable? Uh, And, and who says so? And the moment, um, the moment we release (laughs) or understand that someone has told us <laughs> that something is undesirable and we are not, I will say, perfect, but also enough, um, that, we are not, that we are not accurate, <laughs> that we are not enough, is uh, where, where we give away our, our control, where we, we give away our, our, perf- our innate perfectness, our innate perfection. And... I struggled um, with this idea of perfection because I was never, I don't, I don't know, I'm, I'm reflecting, I'm, I'm like time traveling here. Um, I was never like the highest achiever. Um, still, I feel like, you know, even with the things that I love to do, running, um, my job, job, Um, it's so different when I think of my coaching and my teaching because I just feel that is me. 
So it's a little bit different than the things I attempt or try to do. So I'll put running and then my work work into it. Um, I don't feel like I'm an overachiever. <laughs> I feel like like I'm very much a, a realist, but not lazy by any means. <laughs> but I will say that back in the day, and I'll, I'll go to like probably middle school, high school, I did the barest minimum. I did, sometimes I even have like dreams that I didn't graduate because I just don't don't remember doing enough work too, but I did. And I didn't get terrible grades or anything, but I really did like just enough to get by. I was never an overachiever. Definitely did not keep an organized space. And I'm disclosing a lot of um, faults and flaws. Uh, but I always thought there's no way that I could um, be a perfectionist because I'm just so far from it. But what I realized <laughs> was that I, my idea of perfection was so intense and big and the bar was so, so high that I wouldn't even step out of my comfort zone to to go towards to go towards it because I used what I saw around me, the kids I saw around me, my like society, families, idea, but my I'm super smart <laughs> cousins and people in my family, um really high achievers and I I held that perfection uh, in such high esteem and that it paralyzed me that I just did not take a step outside comfort zone and I stuck with what was easy I will I will say I won awards in some areas I I did like performance events and speech and debate when I was you know in middle school and high school and I I got you know a trophy you know awards and whatnot not because <laughs> I it was different, just like I talk about my my passions now, coaching and teaching um, and yoga, is that it was just so much a part of me that I wasn't afraid. Like I didn't, I didn't think I was perfect at it, but it was just me. But anything outside of me that I had to try for, I just never tried. So I rode at this very like average, <laughs> rode this very average line for a really long time um, because I was so afraid or I, I just knew I wasn't, I don't even know if it was a paralysis out of fear. I just knew I would never be perfect. Um, so I did not even try. I don't know if that resonates, um, with anyone or were you, I knew, I knew some of you (laughs) in my, my school days in college. And, um, I'd say even in my, my career, um, that you are such a striver for perfection um, that it takes away from like joy and spirit and um, just what like the the spark is gone because the work oh that you work I see I see you you work so hard to have everything just look perfect the clothes, the makeup, the the body, the execution at work, um, nutrition, pristine, um, family. Oh my gosh, you are the, like, you're, you know, you really are like the best in all these areas. But, um, and 
that constant striving for perfection and you're so, so close, um, starts to really drain, drain you. And, um, and maybe you were like that in high school and then you've softened over time or maybe you're a bit more like me. So I would like to ask, um, or just take this time to reflect, uh, how perfection, uh, plays a part in your life. Uh, has played a part in your life. Let's let's take a moment. We're having a conversation. Um, and just take a moment. You can even journal. You can pause this podcast um, and just reflect. Like, how has this idea of something being without fault, and I haven't even gotten to that yet, but um, something without fault, uh, all the desirable qualities or characteristics, as good as it can possibly be, how has this, this definition of perfect, perfection, played a role in your, your childhood? How has it played a role in your schooling years? Your career, your family, your social life, your physical health, your mental health. And you can start in reflection, start real young, and then begin to inquire, (laughs) ask yourself, how does it play a role today? Is this idea of something uh, unattainable, this, this circle, where is it? The perfect circle, it's absolute. It is accurate, precisely accurate. It is exact, a perfect circle. Does this idea now of perfection paralyze you? Keep you kind of in hiding or in your comfort zone? Or is it driving you <laughs> um, mad? Are you, are you burnt out? Are you exhausted from this striving for perfection? And for me, how with a flip, literally with a flip of a switch, how I was able to soften, I, I suppose I'll, I'll start it with two steps. If I think of more, I'll add more. But how I started to soften was to question these, the, what is the desirable elements? Like what is as good as it gets? What is this perfect snapshot or picture of how I should be, of how it should be, life should be, my family should be? career should be um and start to really question that snapshot and within that I'll say like if there were if (laughs) because there are flaws and challenges and really dark dark times and spaces and every act of like the opposite of that snapshot or vision I have for myself um how I can not judge those. So just by calling something a defect or a flaw, right? Could I just call these dark times lessons, which are always gifts, (laughs) sometimes in disguise. Sometimes it takes a while (laughs) to see the gift from the lesson. And can I take, I'm going to get pretty vulnerable here. Um, Oh, I already said it. (laughs) Can't take it back. So um, there are things that 
I have a lot that I, I look at it as a huge flaw that I've shifted and softened over time by using this practice of, you know, where is this idea of perfection? And then can these flaws and can this darkness, um, these defects, uh, can they actually be lessons and gifts? Is I, uh, due to decades of eating disorders, which I've shared about, which I am in recovery, uh, and I support others who struggle with disordered eating and uh, issues with food and body image. That is my present, but in my past, uh, I had very destructive behaviors, which resulted in a lot of dental work. And one of my biggest physical flaws are these missing teeth due to my behaviors. And it's a constant physical reminder and a constant emotional reminder. And I lived in uh, a definite, like I could never be like perfect or have a, you know, and, and I've released any ideas of like, physical perfection, except that we are all physically perfect. But I use this glaring in my, it's glaring to me, a glaring reminder of some really dark times to, instead of being a glaring reminder of darkness, I let that be a light to where I have come, right? And I know this to be true. There is no way <laughs> that I would be able to. And I just know this for myself. So please like, don't turn it into my opinion of anyone else who is serving people. But I know that I could not serve the people I do, especially the ones who struggle with food and body image. I would not be able to help in the way that I do if, if I had not gone through what I have gone through. And so... <laughs> the teeth, <laughs> the 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 difficulty with a smile or um, being seen in certain ways um, is something that is now not a flaw or a default or an imperfection. It is a reminder, and not just a reminder of where I've been. But a reminder of where I'm at now, I have to remember like my purpose, my passion, my mission, and it's a reminder of of where I want to go with this work. So that is one way. (laughs) Well, two ways, I suppose. The first would be to look at that snapshot, realize it's a snapshot and that it's created by everything. It's the snapshot of perfection of, of how you want your career and life and self and body to be. And that it's a snapshot, yes, created by you, but definitely influenced by externals, okay? Number two is looking at what we consider flaws or imperfections and and, and spend some time with them. Spend some time with those things. Um, I have the, I'll, I'll, I'll pick on <laughs> my, my physical a little bit more. I have like very distinctive like 11 wrinkles and I see them I will say I had an amazing facial massage and they went away and then they came back (laughs) so they went it was nothing chemical I mean it was just hands like but it's a lot of tension that lives there but when I see them I'm like yeah 
things mean something to me and I furrow my brow <laughs> and I think and I get intense and I have emotions and it's tension from intense things and that's what makes me alive. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not, I am saying, I'm saying like pause with where you spend time picking yourself apart and these are all the reasons that you are not perfect um, and and find the beauty in them find the meaning in them find the truth in them because they are you and just like in the poem you you are perfect just as you are so step one look at the snapshot of what you consider perfect and contemplate like where that came from where those influences were step two look at all the things you deem as flaws or imperfect or faults and give them give them meaning uh shine a light on them pull them out of the darkness learn a lesson receive the gift of what you you deem as as uh, Im- imperfect and then lastly this this is i think what helped me the most is just living unfiltered and authentically uh don't <laughs> You know, I'm not saying don't think things through or plan things out, but be unfiltered, unrevised. Um, if you do like take pictures, take one. <laughs> and I, I don't, now I'm thinking of my beautiful like photographer friends. Um, you know, I get it. Like the as as art or you know y- your creative practice, but but what would it be like to have like one take, one shot. I, I don't want to ask that of my photographer friends, but, um, and that's, and that's different too. Maybe I'll explore that a little bit. Uh, but you know, what is the flaw in that video or picture, uh, or recording? Um, and, and can it just be, can that moment just be? And it gives me, oh my gosh. So the step three is just like living more authentically, more unfiltered. I have received so much time back. I mean, if I started this podcast over, I, I'm sure I, there are a couple points that I was like, oh my God, I got to stop right now and redo this. Did I just say that? Am I mumbling? Am I rambling? If I stopped and started, do you know how long it would take me to, to record this? Oh my goodness. So I just got time back by letting this be free flowing, authentic and unfiltered. Same with the video I created this morning. It took me one minute. It could have taken me 40 minutes. And each time I promise you there could, there would have and could have been something to fix. So um, I accepted my take one perfection. It was perfect just as it was. So I would say those are I am looking up a song lyric now, uh, but those are my kind of three steps to soften, to uh, to just to, to live your live your life and know and and this is the truth. So I will I'll talk about um, art and wanting to create, and of course I I've written three children's books and I revised and edited and things like that, um, and still know that it's just it's enough as it is and every revision was like an exploration of 
checking in to see if I was getting across what I wanted to get across. So for all of you artists out there, I'll talk to my photographer friends as well. Yes, we take, you know, we, we keep chiseling away as we, as the, um, as either our creation unfolds or as we create, however you want to, um, reflect to that, but it's not towards perfection. It's, it's more like, Hey, are you there yet? Like in the picture or the sculpture or the story, um, or whatever, or even I'll think of athletics or sports. Like, am I there yet? Am I where I am equally peaceful and powerful and totally present? Am I there yet? Yeah. All right. And so there's a space for exploration, uh, but for as much as you can, um, and tell me how it goes. I want to know how it goes. Are there areas that you can do that one take, just one take, um, and, and be there for it? So here, here it is. I don't want to curse because then I have to put something on your um, on the podcast. But I'm going to read lyrics from a pink song that has the F word and then perfect is the title of the song. It is a great song. And it is why I land. So in the poem, I said, you know, they say nobody is perfect, but I surely land in the camp that you are perfect just as you are. And I did. I had a conversation. Lila, my um, oldest, she's nine. She did say to me, she's like, nobody's perfect. And I'm like, well, you're perfect, like, just as you are. I was like, even if you had a wart on your nose, you'd be perfect. And she's like, no. And it, it turned into a silly conversation. But then we heard this pink song and she got what I was talking about. And she's heard my poem too, but this pink song got her a little bit more. And we listened to the clean version. Um, so, so don't worry. Um, so pretty, pretty, please. Don't you ever, ever feel like you're less than, less than perfect. Pretty, pretty, please. If you ever, ever feel like you're nothing, you are perfect to me. Right? Pretty, pretty, please, if you ever, ever feel like you're nothing, you are perfect to me. And that is it. You are perfect to me. Wishing you all peace, power, and presence. I want to thank you so much for listening to this episode of Peaceful Power Project. I'll leave my email in the show notes. I would love to hear your thoughts and takeaways. I would love to uh, have a conversation. I am taking a pause on social media. Um, You can find me there, (laughs) but there's nothing going on there right now. Actually, I can't even say that. Um, I don't know when you're listening to this podcast, so always check me out. (laughs) Sarah Granado Coaching or Sarah Granado. Maybe in the future, I'll be back on social media. You could be listening to this in the future. I love that. It would be such a gift if you would leave a review on Apple Podcasts. 
This allows the podcast to be seen and heard by more people, and I would just be so grateful. I am offering, if you wish, a 20-minute coaching call. So if you leave a review, take a screenshot, and then email it to me, you will get a 20-minute coaching call. This is not a sales call. You come with something you would like support with, and we'll we'll coach it out uh, with some mindfulness, some mindset, and even a little bit of movement. Again, I just want to say thank you.